0: Hello, this is Celeste of Astrology by Celeste, and on this episode, I will discuss the astrology for the week of September 17th, 2023. I am speaking at the Astro Bash Evolutionary Astrology Conference that's taking place in Borrega Springs, California, which is near Palm Springs. The conference is September 28th through October 1st, So you can check the show notes. If you're interested, you can join live or virtually. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, Stephen Forrest and as well as many other well-known evolutionary astrologers are speaking there. I have revamped my services page. So the standard hour-long astrology consultation is still available. And then I've added a half an hour consultation if you want to just come and dive deep into a specific topic and you have limited time or if you just want my guidance I can do a it's called an ask me anything where you ask me a specific question and I will record a video for you answering it based on your chart and I also like to pull a card or two to help flesh things out as well as I've added an additional longer reading, an hour and 20-minute reading where we do the astrology reading, plus I do an oracle spread for you to help you dive deeper into the topic and get some insights, tap into your subconscious and insights from your guides. So check it out at astrologybyceleste.com. I also offer coaching packages. So if you're going through a time of challenge where you're facing a difficult situation or are in a growth spurt or maybe feeling stuck and feel like you need change but don't know which way to go. These longer coaching packages can be very helpful for you where we'll meet twice a month and then I do an oracle reading for you every week and pull a card for you every week and tape a video for you. So there are three-month or 12-month packages. You can go to the link in the show notes to get to my services page or just go to my website And we can have a discovery call if you want to make sure one of these longer packages is right for you. So you can just email me at Celeste at astrologybyceleste.com. An astrology and action story involving myself is regarding last week's episode. I recorded the episode when Mercury retrograde in Virgo was trying Jupiter stationing to go retrograde in Taurus. And Mercury rules communication. It's concerned with the facts. And Virgo likes to be precise. And Mercury and Jupiter are, the principles are like in opposition to each other in some ways. I mean, they're both associated with information and knowledge, but Jupiter's like the bigger picture Jupiter can expand things, and Mercury is, you know, more about the details and the specifics. And retrograde planets, you know, things can go wonky. So I made several misstatements related to the asteroid Vesta, and it's kind of funny because Jupiter went retrograde at 15 degrees of Taurus, squaring my natal Vesta at 15 degrees of Leo. So Vesta last week was at 29 degrees of Gemini in a square with Pallas Athena at 29 degrees of Virgo. And I said that Vesta was in Leo twice, I think, during the episode, and I wrote it down wrong in my show notes. So yeah, Jupiter can just like get going and conflate things. And yeah, I just like mixed up these things in my mind. So I apologize if I confused you. Hopefully you understood from the context of what I was saying, what was going on. So yeah, with Jupiter, we can mess up the details. The other thing I said was that I was talking about the Burning Man fiasco, and I said that people die there every year. And I don't think they die there every year. There's been, I know, at least three deaths associated with Burning Man. But it's not every year. That's Jupiter just making something much bigger than it really is. So I apologize for that as well. A sad astrology in action was that there was a devastating earthquake in Morocco where 2,000 plus people were killed. That was on September 8th. The ascendant was at 24 degrees of Taurus when the earthquake hit. That's conjunct the fixed star algol that's at 26 degrees of Taurus, which is known for in mundane astrology for devastating catastrophes. Algal was rising when the Hawaii fire happened as well in Maui. Yes, and conjunct Uranus at 23 degrees of Taurus. When the earthquake struck and the sun in Virgo was trying Jupiter retrograde in Taurus. Jupiter makes everything bigger. It's a benefic, but retrograde planets are associated symbolically when things go wrong. And yeah, yeah. It was just very sad to see that devastation. And Uranus is the planet of earthquakes. So seeing Uranus on the ascendant plus the sun trine Jupiter relates to the astrology of this really sad event. The theme of this week is secrets revealed. And there are three big things I want you to think about as you navigate the week. The first is that the sun in Virgo is opposite Neptune retrograde in Pisces on Tuesday. They're both at 26 degrees of their respective signs. So the sun spotlights things and oppositions tend to come in from outside of yourself, either another person or a situation. So just be really mindful about like any kind of deception or deceptive practices. So especially I'm thinking about, you know, like people trying to steal your identity, like skimmers on, you know, things at the gas station. Be careful about, you know, clicking any links. Mercury is now direct, but still Neptune is the planet of illusions and delusions. What you're seeing may not be what things really are, or if someone calls you with some message i ugh, I was having a spate of those people calling like texting you, and then they know it's the wrong number, pretending like it's not the wrong number and like trying to stir up a conversation, yeah, so just be aware of potential deception. Neptune also rules charity and compassion. So it's a great time to review your charitable giving. Maybe you want to up what you're giving to other organizations or just donate your time or something to an organization. You can think about that. Virgo is a sign of service. So it's a great time to consider that, especially as we move towards the holidays where, you know, people tend to need some help that are going through hard times. Now, some people may be feeling emotional overwhelm during this time, including like sadness or feelings of futility. Really, if you have any issues with substance abuse or just escapism is very associated with Neptune, just use all your tools this week or if there are people in your life who have these problems, you know, check on them, offer support feelings with Neptune that can be like oceanic feelings where people just really feel a sense of overwhelm. It's a transit. It is temporary, but it's in effect this week. Also, Neptune rules leaks. So, you know, if you have any plumbing issues, check on them, like in places where the sun opposite neptune is angular like most likely across the midheaven and the ic there could be like massive storms and things like that like hurricanes or typhoons or, or whatever those things are so if you are in an area and you're getting messages about storms do not ignore them with the sun opposite neptune it could be, you know, something that has a really big impact and could potentially be worse than expected. Also, Vesta at zero cancer is trying, moving towards a trying to, and a mutually applying trying to Saturn retrograde in Pisces. So again, this to me is like, because people discovering or having issues at home, Vesta is the asteroid of the home. And Saturn, in Pisces, like having to call a plumber. Saturn rules plumbers because there's some kind of water issue. So pay attention to any water issues, get in touch with your emotions, do a body scan, check on people who suffer from depression or substance abuse, and take a look at your charitable giving. The next thing I want to make you aware of is that on Friday, we have a first quarter moon at 29 degrees of Sagittarius. The 29th degree is the anoretic, The last degree of the sign is the degree of decay, of crisis, of wanting to express the energy before the planet moves into the next sign. The moon rules the people. And it's in a square with the sun, which rules the authority. Sun and Virgo square, moon and Sagittarius, both on 29 degrees. I'm feeling like people may be a bit out of control. Keep yourself safe. Sagittarius is a fire sign. It's enthusiastic. It wants to expand, but it can be on a shadow lawless. So keep that in mind and keep yourself safe, as well as the moon is out of bounds. So it's past the declination of the sun. So it's answering to itself. So be mindful of that. People may be extra, extra read all about it. In terms of mundane affairs, what I find interesting is at this lunation, Mercury is conjunct the asteroid Urania. And Niger in Africa is a country that is a sub-Saharan African nation that has the world's fourth largest uranium reserves, which is about 7% of the global total. And I was reading in geopoliticalmonitor.com how this uranium is like a poisoned gift for the country of Niger, which is really interesting because there was a coup there That was right around the time that Venus stationed retrograde in Leo. Niger is a Taurus rising, so Venus rules the chart. And Niger has Venus in Leo conjunct Uranus in Leo. And so a big part of what the Venus retrograde, although Venus is direct, it's still going over, we're still tramping over old ground until October and when it went retrograde, it was in a Kinkunks with Pluto and Capricorn. So you can think about a power struggle over resources, Venus, that come from the ground. And on the other side, Kinkunks, Neptune, and Pisces. So Venus at the finger of a yod, finger of God at the top of a yod, at the apex of a yod. And a big feature of Venus retrograde is that it squared, will square Uranus one last time. It already squared twice. And there's three squares related to Jupiter. And one, the last one was, I believe, yesterday. So there is this struggle over the wealth of this country. Yeah, and this power struggle. This country was a former colony of France. They are gathering forces. The Niger's military has accused France of gathering forces and equipment in several African nations with a view to launch a military intervention against Niger. So you can think about the sun in Virgo answering in, the sun is the authority, answering in to Mercury retrograde and in a square with The moon in Sagittarius, which rules like lawlessness and rebels and things like that. So will there be action taken by France and other countries against the people who overtook the military who overtook Niger? And if so, at the core of the issue will be around this resource, this natural resource that France is taking from the country in an unequal Niger's not getting paid appropriately for the wealth that's being stolen from them, essentially, by France. So while France is, you know, doing quite well in general, people in Niger are struggling with malnutrition and chronic hunger and things like that. So, yeah, we'll see if this action is taken by the French. The U.S. is also doing some rearranging of the troops over there. And will it be at this first quarter moon? Because the first quarter moon is a time to take action and with the 29 degree. Now, it may not. It may happen later because we have another square to Venus, square Uranus coming up, as well as Venus, King Kungs, Pluto. So my eye is really on there for this eclipse season coming up. We'll see what happens because the South Node is on Spica, which is one of the most fortunate fixed stars, and it has associations with wealth and success, and I just wonder if that's something that's coming up. Now, this first quarter moon, the moon phase family was initiated with a new moon at one Capricorn. So the sun and moon met in Capricorn, and at this first quarter moon, they slipped back to 29 of the mutable signs, but then they go back into Capricorn at the full moon next summer, where the sun will be at one degrees of Cancer and the moon at one degrees of Capricorn. So I think this is going to be a really interesting first quarter moon, potentially geopolitically. The last thing I want to make you aware of is that Libra season will begin On Friday as well. So Libra is a cardinal air sign that's associated with peace, harmony, keeping balance. It's also associated with legal affairs. And it means we're halfway through the astrology year. The the zodiacal year starts when the sun enters Aries. And now we are at the opposite point where the sun enters Libra and the south nodes in Libra. So there is going to be a nature of something loss and drain associated with this Libra season for some people in some places. And it can be just like letting go of what you no longer need. So letting go of shadow Libra tendencies can be a great way to use this energy or to consider Think about how you can avoid people pleasing or just do some deep diving into like what you think, why you do the people pleasing, why you like go along to get along when you really, why you say yes, when you really want to say no, is it because of how you're going to be perceived? Do you have like this like deep desire to be liked? Or were you punished as a child whenever you disappointed people? Like, do some thinking about that when the sun is in Libra. And we're headed, October 14th is the first eclipse at 21 degrees of Libra. And eclipses are times of big beginnings and unexpected events, potentially, especially if you have planets around 21 degrees of the cardinal signs. So see what comes to light. My Ascendant, this eclipse is squaring my Ascendant from my fourth house. So we'll see. We'll see what happens for me. I'm sure there will be a story. It is an excellent time to come get an astrology reading to see what may show up for you, because this is the first eclipse in the sign of Libra. In 19 years, there may be a story that is a reflection of what happened 19 years ago, or around eight or nine years ago. So 19 years ago was the last time there were Libra eclipses with the south node in Libra. Nine years ago, there were Libra eclipses with the north node in Libra. So yeah, so you can come get a reading if you want to talk about what's going on for you and what may be coming up. As I was preparing this, I just got this, maybe it was cuz the sun is trying Jupiter as I'm recording this, but I just got this strong image around a tarot card. So each day of this week we'll have a tarot card. And I want you to do some contemplation around the nature of the card, what it means for you, and how it shows up in your life. On Sunday the tarot card of the day is Temperance. On this day, the moon enters the sign of Scorpio at 9.57 p.m. Scorpio is deep waters, and there can be a lot of intensity. The temperance card is related to moderation. So when the moon is in Scorpio, I really want you to keep in mind to not go to extremes, and especially with the sun opposite Neptune, there can be some feeling of like the overwhelming emotions. Now, for some people, they're going to be realizations that you've been maybe overdoing some things. So the sun in Virgo, which is a health sign, Virgo is very associated with health, is King Kong's the North Node in Aries. They're both at twenty-five degrees of the signs. King Kungses move us into new situations, and the sun spotlights things. So some people are going to have a spotlight on something around their health, where they realize they need to have more moderation or more temperance around what they're doing. And with the King Kongs to the north node, which is pulls us to where we're going. People may be making like get the inspiration and the enthusiasm and the drive to make positive changes. So someone may get on the scale and be like, "Uh uh-oh, this Venus squaring Jupiter has been like pushing people to, just in general, all of us to bring more joy and abundance in our lives. So, But sometimes we can get a little overdoing it, like too many meals with pasta or what have you. In fact, I'm going to have... My boo and I are going for pasta tonight, so hopefully I'll keep it under control. Like some people may get on the scale and be like, "Uh uh-oh, I got to get control of this. Or they may wake up hungover and be like, "Uh uh-oh, I need to stop it with the over drinking. Or get up and you're all crickly crunchy and realize, "Uh uh-oh, I need to be doing stretching on a regular basis. Be present for what comes to your attention related to your health and well-being on this day. On Monday, the tarot card of the day is the justice card. This card is associated with Libra and balance. On this day, Mercury is parallel the nodes, the north node. So it's like... People may be feeling that crossroads where you have to take action. Mercury is now direct in the sign of Virgo. So some people may be calling the doctor to set up a checkup or throwing out the cigarettes or the potato chips in order to bring more health and well-being into your life. With the sun also parallel Mercury, this can be a day where you make positive changes and the justice card is also associated with making like decisions on a bigger level that like the right decisions for your best, living your best life. Saturn in Pisces is also King Kong's palace Athene and Libra, both at two degrees. Palace Athene is the asteroid of strategy. So what strategy will you take, palace Athene, to bring more balance in your life, Libra, and release Saturn, things that are harmful to you in Pisces that are like about escapism or things like that, or maybe leading you to a path where that a chronic disease may come up. So what strategies can you come up with to end escapism is what I'm feeling for this energy. At 7 p.m. Pacific time, there'll be a waxing crescent moon at 10 degrees of Scorpio. This is where the moon, like we can see that sliver in the sky, we start to have energy and increase. And Scorpio is very associated with strategy to make positive changes, to bring more balance, temperance and justice, right decisions to your life. On Tuesday, the tarot card of the day is the Wheel of Fortune card. This is associated with Jupiter. The card of fate and fortune can be karma. There can be some wonderful luck that comes to some people, or you can think about how, you know, your decisions and things lead you to places. This, this is the day the sun in Virgo's opposite Neptune and Pisces, both at 26 degrees and Neptune can put a spotlight on things. Now, Neptune can, I mean, the sun puts a spotlight on things. Now, Neptune could be like, you're not seeing things clearly. It could be like, you could just feel awash with love and romanticism. It could be really, really beautiful. But the opposition, you may become aware of deception, secrets revealed. And like I was talking about before, someone may be trying to you know, con you in some way. Mars on this day, Mars and Libra is King Kong's Jupiter in Taurus and Jupiter's still on the 15th degree of Taurus, the world point, someone well known could be exposed or we can get news about like the person who died in Burning Man, we may find out what happened like, what was the accident that caused this? Yeah, I'm just feeling like there could be something exposed about something on this day. On Wednesday, the tarot card of the day is the judgment card, and it's associated with Pluto. And this can be about accepting the call for, like, a spiritual up-leveling, forgiveness, healing. Yeah, think about that. Mercury is parallel Chiron. Mercury is a planet of communication and thought processes. Chiron's a wounded healer. So use your words for healing yourself and not hurting yourself or others. Yeah, just keep this in mind. Mercury and Virgo can like pick, pick or like say some things it doesn't need to say. Now the moon will enter Sagittarius at 7.05 a.m. Pacific time. Sagittarius energy is fiery and feisty. It's great days when the moon is in Sagittarius to move your body and get more exercise. The sun in Virgo will also trine Pluto. Trines are easy, smooth flows of energy. Pluto's in Capricorn. They're both at 27 degrees. This is great manifesting energy. Can you feel empowered to like take the actions to order to manifest your dreams like bring your goals to life this also is a great opportunity to do some shadow work like what's things about yourself you would rather disown and then just acknowledge them and accept them and make changes if you need to on wednesday the word the card of the day is the hermit it's associated with virgo there's not much going on in the sky it's mostly just the moon aspects this is a day for solitude, introspection. You may find yourself being feeling very internal. Take a break. Put the phone down. Try to stay off social media on this day is my suggestion. On Friday, the card of the day is the Tower. This card is associated with Mars. There's lots of tense energy. There's going to be like some... You know, some people will be experiencing tower moments where it feels like there's some big thing that comes down. The first quarter moon at 29 degrees of Sagittarius is at 1231 p.m. Pacific time. I think there's going to be big news in the collective that is, yeah, there's some kind of violence or conflict going on. The moon enters the sign of Capricorn at 1:20 p.m. Pacific time. And Capricorn is cardinal earth energy. And yeah, what actions are you going to take on this day to expand yourself, to go for your goals? You can think about that. The sun will enter the sign of Libra at 1149 p.m. until October 23rd. So bringing more balance into your life. On Saturday, the card of the day is the star venus in leos trying chiron in aries again the wounded healer they're both at 18 degrees can you bring some healing and self-love to yourself have an optimistic outlook yeah speak kindly to those you love yeah i love that the star card is associated with aquarius or do something nice for your community so that's it for this week's episode. Feel free to email me at celeste at by celeste.com with any astrology and action stories about how the tarot cards, the energies, any insights you had or how it showed up for you. Or just let me know how the themes are playing out for you. Take care and I will catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Celestial Insights. To learn more about my work, please visit my website, astrologybyceleste.com, where I offer personal readings, horary consultations, cosmic coaching, group events, and classes to help guide people to higher levels of fulfillment. You can also find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook at Astrology by Celeste. If you enjoyed Celestial Insights, Please help others find the show, follow, rate it five stars, or write a nice review. I would so appreciate it. I'm astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks, and I'll be back next week.